Damn, this is hard. Damn, this is hard. Damn, this is hard podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Welcome to our Good evening. Hello. Happy Friday. Yeah. Everyone, happy Friday. Welcome to Damn This Is Hard Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Nicole. And I am your other host, Rudy. And welcome back, yo, to another episode, Memorial Day weekend episode. Yeah, it's it's a bit rainy out here. It's like, is it raining where you are? It's raining like that. I was like, ooh, I'm going to do something big. I have this one that's like, oh, let me go and do a vacation. I'm like, good, I'm going to be down for the whole week. And I said, well, okay, God, I guess I'll just keep my tail in the house and clean. (laughs) 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 Really adult stuff here. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it seems like. Like I'm, I, I knew it was supposed to rain, but we haven't had rain in so long, so it's probably like we're due for it. It seems like you know. Apparently, that's what they said. We're kind of we were almost near like drought type status or whatever. But I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, I just want a happy <laughs> medium. I don't want drought, but I don't want to float down the river. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it's a lot happening with this climate change stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. But but this is going to be uh, I feel like we should call this when this episode when I grow up mm, or something like that. Yeah, that sounds good. So, yeah, this episode is called When I Grow Up. And we really want to discuss, guys, on this episode, like, is it ever too late to go after your dreams? Mm. that's a good question how do you feel about that girl like is it when is it too late or is it ever too late to really go after your dreams now my thing is of course you want to say no it's never too late that's like the typical saying but like it depends on what your dream is like (laughs) like it depends on what type of dream or what you're trying to achieve like that's what it feels like to me I don't know now that I'm older I'm like Ah, it's kind of too late for me to become a singer, I feel. You know what I'm saying? I can still sing, you know what I'm saying, on the side, doing little side hustles, like weddings and funerals. But, like, to actually be, like, another, like, I don't compare myself to Beyonce because I'm definitely not. But to be another, like, Jennifer Hudson or something, I mean, is it ever too late? I don't know. I feel like depends on how old you are and, like, how long you've been doing it for a long time and, like, is it, you know, going to be a chance for you or should you just check into another career? I don't know. Like, okay, only so God knows that answer. I feel listen, like. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to get a little deep real quick. Like, not like deep, like heavy deep, but like just a little deep. And I'm just, okay, because I'm trying to be actively listening in my life, y'all, okay? So I'm going to repeat this back. Okay, so you are a great singer. Currently practice or fully practice, you still have that singer gene in you right so do you feel like I feel like it's not too late because perhaps this was just the moment 
I'm all about that divine timing. Maybe this could be the moment for you to do that. Like, do okay, I feel like going back to that first question. Do you feel like your dreams, because your dream could have been to been X, and maybe you pursued Y because, oh, you had to get a job. Oh, that's what your family or parents wanted you to do. Or, oh, there could be a plethora of reasons why you didn't pursue X and you went with Y. So I feel like that is why people go back to that dream. Like, do you feel your initial dream was unfulfilled because you were just caught up in like, you're an adult now, you graduated college. Now you just got to go out into the workforce and I'm going to put this to the side because it's not, you know, not whatever. So like, is, could that be part of it? Do you think? I think initially when I, when I, when I found out I was talented and then I started to do more talent shows and, singing at funerals and like here and there for different things for family events and stuff. I realized that like, um, yes, I am talented, but uh, how can I say it? It is a road less traveled. Right. So, but I felt like I didn't want to end up like some of the artists that didn't make it far. Does that make sense? Like some that got caught on drugs or like, I don't know, like got exposed to stuff that should have been not exposed to or like, like you some like, point things that come with that, that career path. Like, yeah, it's, it's a limelight. Cool. It's a lot of limelight. Like, you know, am I that type of person that I'll be okay with people just watching my every move? Like, am I mentally mm. okay to stable to, to handle that type of, uh, light you know what i'm saying yeah being always on in the spotlight yeah like it's not like you have no privacy yes and then people judge you so then that causes stress um on yourself and then mentally you know you want to be you know feel accepted or you want to feel like your talent is worth you know you know doing it and what it comes with a lot of other things you know what i'm saying yeah it comes with the perks of everything but like there's downside to that too you know you have to be cautious of who you keep in your circle and like just the whole it's a whole bunch of stuff that people don't are I, I don't think people are aware of that happens behind the scenes um and i don't i didn't know if that was for me that part and it didn't have to be you know because i couldn't yeah, there's other I couldn't, avenues like you could have been a music teacher or still been able to do your passion daily but like not in i, I feel like the going back to the main question like is it ever too late to go after your dreams I don't think it is, but maybe how you imagine how the dream is going to play out could be reimagined. Maybe that's something like, yeah, because like, I even turned and did I did try to do like uh, auditions for different like places, like even trying to just narrow down my genre. It felt like it was just confused, mm. not confusing, but it was very difficult for me between R and B. And between and gospel, like I kind of dippled dab between the two. So it was very difficult for me to figure out the balance of that and what that would look like. Because you have to know your audience or know what audience you're trying to reach and all of that. So I was like, I couldn't figure that out. So I was like, okay, maybe I could be a music teacher. I went to college and I found out at Western University that no, no shame to Western University, but I, the credits for those classes was like, I had to audition to get into the program. And then I found out during the auditions and stuff, I found out like, their classes were only like one or two credits a piece. I'm like, I'm going to be in college for the rest of my life. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I'm not trying to be in college for the rest of my life. Like, like mm. that, so that made me also rethink that perspective of it. So that, I mean, 
and I took music classes. I've took theory. I've took piano classes. Like I just, it just wasn't working for me. I don't know why it wasn't working. I just wanted to sing and I just wasn't good enough. Like it, I like it, I mean, I'm good enough, but I'm like, it just wasn't enough. You know what I'm saying? So that's what it felt like. To me. Yeah. That's what I feel like it is. And I feel like maybe, you know how like we, we have children, right? So like we allow them to dream and imagination and all that. But I feel like, yeah, maybe it is a dream deferred. Also, it's like, I don't know if it's just like um, societal things or uh, generational things. Cause that, I feel like I, I'm, that keeps coming up, you know, trying to change the generational cycles and, or what people say or break the generational curses or like you know how like yeah how they're saying on the rise like there's so many new black business owners now but Mm -hmm. I feel like it's so interesting that you even how you kind of went around that I feel like the obstacles kept coming but maybe maybe now is the time maybe that is why like like you said it could be a dream deferred to now or Mm -hmm. or in the future in the near future so that's going back to the main question because yeah, everyone keeps asking me that. They're like, what are you doing with yourself now that you're a stay-at-home mom? What are you doing with your time? Are you focusing more on a career path? Or are you trying to figure out what to do with your talents? Like, what are you talented with? Tell them what you're talented with. Well, you could do this. You know, you could still sing for gigs and that's extra money. Or um, you can uh, do something else within singing. Or, or you can do something else, you know, if you like to help people. Like, everybody's trying to help me figure it out. And I haven't figured it out for myself, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like that only way I'm going to figure it out for myself is if I have a conversation with God. I feel like that's the only way I'm going to come to some sort of... I feel like I'm at a crossroads right now. I don't know whether to go right or left. That's what it feels like to me. This is the best way I can explain it. And um, and it shouldn't feel like that. Like not one wrong decision is really wrong decision. But I feel like now that I have other little people and um, to worry about me and my children and my husband and myself, like I can't just think just about myself anymore. And I don't know if that's playing a part in my thought process. I don't know. It's a lot I have to unpack and figure out if that makes sense. But yeah, my mom had said to me, my mom had said to me like, girl, you don't want it bad enough. That's what she says to me all the time. You don't want it bad enough. Because if you wanted it, you would have had it. Like, I'm like, girl, it's harder than what you think it is. <laughs> Every people that want it so bad and still end up not reaching it. But then I feel like, but then there's some who like stuck in there as long as you can, 20, 30, 40 years in, and they just now making it like, but you reach your peak but is your peak your ending that's what I always think to myself is my peak my ending I'll be going my brain be all over the place when I think about possibly reaching my goals is that the end all be all or should I be doing more so I don't know that's just how my brain thinks but yeah, you know I don't know like what do you what do you feel about your dreams like you know do you feel like you know um it's 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 too late or is it never too late you know what are your dreams no so it's kind of different for me I think my dream is to it's so it's that's okay so I did my vision board in 2020 and then I did my vision board for 2021 and on my 2020 2020 vision board my main thing like it was in the center of my it was in the center of my vision board which was a mother's legacy 
it's just fascinating just that I feel like I didn't kind of get this purpose until I had my son, which is, I think it was partly because I kind of was told I wasn't going to be able to have kids. So that mm-hmm. was a dream, you know, as like a woman, like that's yeah. always the dream, marriage, children. So I was like, all right, well, boom, I probably never want to be married then. Cause I'm like, I would never want to do that to somebody like hit him with that. Like, all right, you love me, but I'm not going to have no kids by you. Cause I can't. So I kind of never thought marriage or kids were on my on my plate. So I kind of was just mm. being free. So okay. I never really put much thought and attention to um, like what I had as far as like my dreams. I think I always knew I wanted to help people. But I just didn't mm. know what capacity I wanted to help people. But um, my main thing on my vision board from 2020 was a mother's legacy. And that's what I want. So I just don't want to work a job and work for the man and work for this man that don't give a dang about me because clearly I learned that the hard way with me busting my ass for a job that they could just let me go in the middle of a pandemic and be like, sayonara, no severance, like kick rocks. So I'm like, you're just disposable with these companies. So my dreams or aspirations are just to build generational wealth. And I feel like the only way to truly do that is to own something, not just own a home, even owning a home, owning a business, owning some stocks, owning some real estate, just I want to leverage up. So my dreams are that. And it's crazy that I circle back to helping people Mm. Um, until my labor and delivery experience, I would have never known that I want to help people in the capacity of empowering women. Mm. Uh, It's just super crazy how that's just, and it's so transformative because now that I'm in this space, it's so funny that I'm networking and I'm meeting so many people from so many other walks of lives that I would have never probably even crossed paths with if I wasn't just really like, uh, how to say, like letting my um, guard down. Mm, so that's nope. what I said for you. I don't know if it is also, like you said, um, this is just like a open-ended question, but I don't know if, singing could be it or and I understand we do have to think about the outside perspectives like you know it's not just us anymore but I feel like um do you feel like and this is what I had to think too especially me becoming a doula my mom really doesn't understand it and I don't know if your mom and my mom are similar like from that old school generation but um if it's not I'm going to clocking in and making 60,000 and is, is you, you're not doing nothing with your life. What are you doing? Well, mm. like, sometimes you have to, I'm standing firm and it's crazy. Uh, I put that on my vision board too and I was speaking with my therapist and it is like people pleasing is a actual like mental co- uh, disorder <laughs> and I'm a people pleaser. So sometimes like, mm. you just gotta like do what you want to do for you and not care. It's hard but it is like my mom still be like, what, what is the point? I'm like, girl, this is when I have this business and I'm thriving. You'll see what is the point. But it is because I'm so used to like, in the past, I would have been like, all right, let me just go get this job. So if nobody understands what I'm doing, let me just work this. Let me just do this. But like, that's yeah. the part of dreaming. Like doing what you, what, what feeds in the cold? That like, that's what I had to keep telling myself. What feeds Rudy? This feeds me. This mm-hmm. feeds my soul. Yeah, I'm not like, you don't jump out the gate making millions but you work your way up and in the process it's this you're meeting so many people so like who knows what could be if you and it's it's very hard it, it is like people pleasing and 
it happens in so many ways, like biting my tongue, I do that. Or, like it can show up and present itself in so many different ways. It's not just like always listening to what other people say, but it's, it could be that, like, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I feel like our moms come from that old school mentality. They, they're they not business owners. They clock in and clock out. They work. <laughs> they, yeah. That's what they know. Yeah. But then I have so many friends starting businesses and so many people, like my one good friend, and I'm going to tell her I shout her out on here. She was already on this podcast. Her and her husband started a business. And so many people were naysayers. Like, what? You're not going to go back to your company. You're going to start your own logistics company over here thriving. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I seen her on uh, Facebook. Yeah, shout out to her because I told her, I said, keep doing it, girl. You up here doing it. And I'm just, I just, uh, I don't know. I just, like you said, you have to put me first. You have to put yourself first and you got to find out what works for you and what you're comfortable with. And um, then well, everything like that. I haven't figured out. I just haven't yeah, figured it out. Yeah, take it to out. God and sit with a journal. And then ask, like, write it down. Like, you can just jot it down, all the things that you're good at. Like, it don't, it doesn't have to be singing, per se. Like, what about the broadcast, working in radio, being a producer, signing people, working in production? There's so many things. And you're such a good communicator. It's amazing. Like, and you make people feel comfortable. Oh, so there's so you. many things. Like, you do. Oh, you're yeah. just very, <laughs> you're very, um, what it is it? Like people, you have a very good energy. People feel comfortable around you. So I feel like there's so many different avenues, even within music, that I don't know. Like it, it may not have to be, but like it's something that's going to disrupt your family. Like if you were artist, you would have to travel and stuff. But it could be, I don't know. Like even like working on the radio or like finding new artists or so many things. It's because there's so many things. But like yeah, I would just sit with writing it down. Like. Just sit with you and God and just, like you said, just not even thinking about anybody, what they're going to say. Like, really, like, just sit down and think, like, what make what would make me happy? And then go from there. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I'm going to try it. I'm going to give it a try. Mm-hmm. And especially with God, because he'll lead you. He'll direct you. He'll be like, yeah, this is what you should do. Because that's the truth, too. Like, it's only what God should tell us to do, right? Like, I feel like mm-hmm. I keep saying it. And it was crazy because I'm like, I kept, okay, I'm going to keep applying. Oh, my God, this is not really working. Oh, my God, I can't do it. But it was like, then I got this scholarship to do breastfeeding, to become a lactation. And then I got this scholarship. And then I'm like, okay, God, well, then this is clearly what I'm, you want me to do. But I'm I'm walking scared. But, I mean, I prayed on it. I said, like, Lord, like, what, what would you have me to do? I feel mm-hmm. like I'm, how am I 33? trying to pursue stuff now, you know, yeah. behind the eight ball, looking like a, oh, I'm like a senior citizen compared to these youngsters. Like, what am I doing? But I know, but even if you are seeming a little bit older than the, the younger uh, females that you're coming across, but your experience is what they've either had, have not experienced yet. So your knowledge base to be able to provide that to them and your experience and, um, you know, your own family experience, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's a lot to be able to provide to people in general. I feel like, especially on that spectrum of, you know, having children or just, you know, being a single parent, like, you know, any of that, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I think what you're doing is great. I think that's like your path, you're finding your path, which is 
always a good thing to do. And I felt like eventually I knew you were going to figure it out, but I just didn't know what it was, but I knew you eventually will figure it out. Now, now I'm in my thirties and I feel like I thought I knew in my twenties. I have no clue in my thirties. But I think it's because we really only think it's one way. Like I really feel like you always feel like, there's only a one way, like a right way or a wrong way. Yeah, and I keep thinking like if I pick the wrong way, I'm gonna have to go backwards, and it's like ah, it's like recreating the wheel. Because then, you, like you said, you're looking at, you're trying to look at generational wealth. Is what I kept going back to. One of the other uh, was it uh, couples that were on our podcast. I mean, episode or whatever on our podcast. Um, shout out to Nakira and Chris that they were talking about generational wealth. And that's what I was like, ah, like, you know, like almost on the same lines of what you were just saying, you know what I'm saying? Having some sort of financial stability without the restraint of, like you say, you're working for the man. Like, how can I have my money also, not me always working for my money, but my money is working for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking and brainstorming and thinking and brainstorming. It's a lot of that going on right now. Um, I'm having some interest come, come up a little bit and then I'm having some ideas that I'm running past my husband and nothing really in the works because I have to run it, you know, past God and like, not really past God, but see if God is, is this world like, is this the lane I should be in? So I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure it out if that makes sense. But it just, right now I'm just, I feel like I'm just so confused because <laughs> I'm all over the place. I'm all over the place. But yeah, I'm trying to figure it out. So, but and yeah. I think you're doing it. You even brainstorming and starting the processes and the planning. That's starting it, and and just knowing like, yeah, because it is crazy. Like, you feel like okay, I'm this age, and people are doing it that way. But it's just like, like you said. But now, let's say you went into X role, you have life experience, work experience, family experience, all this to go in so you'll be a how what is it like what is the nobody even in a room filled with uh, oversaturation like even if you're in a room i'm a doula even i'm even if ruth is in a room with mm-hmm. 78 other doulas y'all don't got my sauce i got my own sauce so i and i would attract <laughs> my own people yeah, that want to work yeah. with me but it's true. i'm That's quirky true. i'm unique I, I had my baby, I had a, uh, a cesarean, I had him and I'm high risk. Like, I mean, like the same thing. You became you. If you wanted to go back into music, nobody got been through what you've been through. You're a mom, you're going back into this way. Even if you wanted to do, uh, I don't know, start a whole company. You have different, you have different seasonings and such that make your sauce different. So you, even if you feel like it's oversaturated, where, where do I fit in? Nobody got your sauce because you got Nicole's sauce. I got Rudy's. Even us. Even if we were doing the same thing, we still don't got each the same sauce. My sauce is going to taste a little different. So. Oh, gosh. She's very saucy, people. (laughs) 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 I'm really saucy. Y'all, listen, I'm on this diet, so I can't really have sauce. I'm in this sauce (laughs) kick right now. But it is. I was like, oh, wow. Somebody said that at this coaching thing I went to. And I'm like, that is so true. Because I feel like now doulas are popping, right? Everybody's a doula. Everybody's in the holistic. Everybody's in the herbal remedies. And I'm mm. like, how the hell am I going to fit in to this oversaturated? But I'm like, but I am me. Mm-hmm. 
I'm very positive. Maybe these other doors are not super duper positive. I'm very this. I like doing that. I have my experience. I've had seeing friends give birth. I have this, I have that. So I'm like, I have my life experiences that make me different. So I feel like that's why it's, it's still okay to dream guys. Like it's okay because I mean, until we take our last breath, we can do what we want. Like, True. Make, make that is the, true. Make what you want. Do what you need. Like there's every day we have the same 24 hours. Do something different if you want to. Even if it's a little bit, start with I don't know. You don't want to. You have a nine to five. You want to do such and such. Start with it as a side hustle. Yeah. If it takes off, bam. Or if you're in the position where you could just quit your job now and go after your dream, do that. What's gonna stop it? I mean, you know, if you can do it, do it. The only person that stops the dream is you. That's what does it. Because, uh, yeah, because, yeah, that's what it is. The only person that stops the dream or anyone that stops the dream is you. So if you want a dream that's not deferred, if you want to dream big dreams, then you have to go for those big dreams and achieve those big dreams beyond what your heart and mind can even handle. <laughs> yes yes and i feel like also a lot of our listeners are women and we have that womanly intuition mm-hmm. and i remember a good friend of mine we were where were we at we were just i think at dinner or something and she was saying you have to really listen like we're so intuitive we're so intuitive like let that voice guide you because yeah. majority of the time that voice is god i mean i'm a christian so I, that's where i put my beliefs on sure. so you know, that voice is God. So, like, you need to sometimes quiet the outside voices. Because there's always going to be an outside voice saying you should do it this way. Why are you not doing it that way? You you can't do it this way. You got to do it that way. Like, you need to sometimes quiet all the outside chatter. Like you said, get quiet. Sit with whoever, whomever you believe in. Um, Sit quiet and just really listen to it. And then sometimes you have to be like, why do I, why am I, why am I listening to this? Do I agree with those beliefs? Or, like. Or even if you do, even if you did agree with that belief or that thought that somebody else is putting into your pot, like, do you currently believe it? Like, you might have once believed that, like, oh, women should just work a job. You you know, women should not just start a company or women should do this. Or, like, maybe you once believed in that, but, like, do you still currently believe in it? Or, like, do you want to continue to believe in that? Like, because we grow and we change and we evolve just because you may, may have once like chocolate doesn't mean maybe one day you might not like it anymore. So like you, it's okay to not like it again. Like, so if you, somebody is putting their beliefs on you and telling you, Oh no, you should do it this way. And you're like, wait a minute, I don't believe that. And that's fine. Like listen to your inside voice. Like, yeah. Listen to that woman's intuition, your thoughts on what makes sense to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes that makes a lot of sense right there. Yeah. And also, where do you see yourself in five to ten years? You know what I'm saying? Five years. I used to know, like, if somebody was to ask me when I was in, like, my 20s or, like, my late 20s, early 30s, they tell me, like, you know, when you were yourself in five years, Nicole, like, you know what I'm saying? I used to be like, bam, 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 bam. And where you see yourself in 10 years, like, bam, bam, bam. Now you ask me, I draw a complete blank. I don't know if I'm coming <laughs> 
foregoing at this point. I'm just trying to survive in my brain. And what I mean survive, survive mentally, because sometimes stuff can be overwhelming or just like, oh, uh, like it's just, I'm, I don't have enough like mental space to deal with just, um, I have enough mental space, but I just not enough going on. I'm so used to like a lot of things going on. And when there's nothing going on, I have, I don't know what to do. Like, I just don't know what to do. So I'm trying to find things for myself to restart my engines, if that makes sense, to get back into doing things I like to do and all of that. Cause being a mom, it tends to like, it takes, it takes up a lot of your world, your world. Like you tend to lose yourself. And I feel like I'm in that space where I was losing myself and I'm trying to like refine myself, but not like define myself, but like maybe not fully recreate the will, but still find things that I did enjoy and then start from there. Like I'm just trying to figure it out, if that makes sense. Oh, I 100% agree. I 100% agree. I mean, and one, becoming a mom and then becoming a single mom. But it's so crazy because, I mean, we talk about this all the time and I'll share it again. I think it's, I often thought, oh, wow, it's going to be super hard. It's going to be super harder for me because I am doing it alone. But I I really don't, I'm not, I feel like I'm not going to even hang my hat on I'm a single mom because I do have a, fairly good co-parenting relationship with my son's father, meaning I have scheduled time. So every other weekend, uh, consistently, I am without my son. So it's different. Like, even though I'm a mom, I do get me time. But even before that was consistent, and I often said this to you too, like, you do have to, um, you can't just only put everything in being a mom. You do need to get out, even if it's just for a day. For me, I think it changed for me um, because I'm I I had to jump in it. Like I didn't do it the what the traditional way. So <clears throat> so I have a child that I had to all, all, everything. <clears throat> sorry, financially falls on me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can't be wild and free. So my my remember, guys, I said in the beginning of this episode, I didn't think I was able to have children. So and I never since I was told I couldn't have children, I didn't. I didn't want to get married because I wouldn't want to make a man choose like, okay, if you're going to be with me, you'll never have a child of your own. Like I wouldn't want it. I didn't want to do that. I felt like that was selfish. Mm. So my five-year goal was like, I just want to be free and do stuff. I was like, I'm going to travel. And I mean, things change. Now I'm a mom. So I'm like, I'm not going to be buff while traveling. I mean, I can do it, but I want to travel with my son. So that's my, my five. I want to travel more. I want to enjoy life more. Um, it's crazy how things happen in life that make you really realize what is important. So um, it's just been a crazy time in me and my family's world. Mm -hmm. Um, So now my dreams have shifted. I want to love on my family and friends more. I want to be around my friends. I want to do fun activities, barbecues and cookouts and be in their presence because I want them to know how much I appreciate them. So that's my five year ten dreams. Keep mm-hmm. traveling, build some uh, generational avenues for me and my son, and just love on family um, as much as possible. Because I feel like that's so sad. Like we, um, I was when I was uh, at church yesterday. That's mm-hmm. what they were saying. We lost that village vibe, and it's so true. Mm-hmm. Like I want that. I'm like, why do we have to be like so isolated? Oh, it's just you guys at your immediate family doing something, me and my immediate family, what? Like, why can't we travel as 
friends. Like, maybe not stay in the same place, but like, oh, you're going to the beach this weekend? Okay, I'll run a condo. You run a condo? Like, let's live it up. Be amongst people. Why are we so broken apart and so yeah. isolated? Like, that's so lonely and sad. Like, that, I feel like that's why things have shifted. So that's all I want to do is love on friends and family, be in the midst of their presence and just appreciate each other because it's not promised. Yeah, life is too short. Those are those are great um, perspectives. I mean, not perspectives. Those are great like um, agendas and thoughts of how you want to approach um, these next couple of years. Those are really good ones. Those are really good ones. Yeah, and I feel like the same for you. I know you're you're um you're getting back out there and doing things, and I feel like that's good. That could even go back to like to your dreams, even pitting you first, even if it's small, and then it, you could build up, and then you know tap into the village and um you know yeah, your I was family to, and all I that. Was talking to my mom about this so called village I have, I said my village is weak. Well, my will. <laughs> village is not strong at all like we got parents that are not retired we got parents that have health issues we got friends that are married or not married but everybody has things going on so they have their own children their own responsibilities we have I have distant cousins and relatives that are just doing them I have aunts and uncles that don't have kids but they're just doing them um and just living their best life and um yeah but so no, that's what I mean. But really, no, but really that, weak right now. No, but that's <laughs> what I mean. I feel like it. I think the same thing. I'm like, yo, I don't have a village, but we don't tap into it. I'm a, I'm I'm calling my own stuff out. I can't say my village is weak. I have uncles. I have my dad. I have people that could watch my son. It's just that I feel like we have lost sight of the thing. Like I know for sure I was always at an aunt's house. I'm like, but I don't know why it's so in me that no, I feel like it's going back to that thing. Like. What, that's what we do now like you know like your immediate family is just y'all I have me and Zach like you know what I mean like we don't <laughs> tap into it enough my, my I know for sure my mom used to let me go over her friend's house yeah and we said this by the time like me and you have children the same age and I would never think to say oh girl could you keep Xavier for me or like or right, you probably think the same thing you would never think to say even if it was just me maybe not watching both but even saying oh Oh, let Paige to come over. Like we don't do that. I'm like, that's what we're missing. Like that old school vibe. I know it's like yeah. things are happening. I know like the world is changing, and you have to be careful with your children. So I'm not saying to just send them anywhere, but I'd be thinking, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have a village. Like where my mom had this village, but I'm like, no, I probably had the same thing. I'm just not tapping and tuning into it enough. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be tapping into it, but I get straight turned <laughs> down, like, no problem. Like, oh, I'm busy. Oh, I can't get off. Uh, it's like all these a billion and one excuses. So <laughs> I just said, I'm pretty much done. Like, I'll just tap into myself eventually. You know, I'll have time to myself eventually as they get older. Then I'll kind of get back to my normal self. But Like, for instance, right it's now, so crazy. So, like, so August, I'm going away. um, And I never think to do that, but I'm like, when are you going away in August? It's when. I already told you this. I'm going with Bernie to DR. Oh, that's right. You just say that. Okay. But I'm like, okay. So his dad is actually coming back from his vacation. And I was like, but I'm still going because I already booked this trip. So hello. Like, so hello. Just, goodbye. So like, wait, we're, like, we, we're missing each other by a day. But his mom's going to watch it. But I, I, again, don't like to do that. Well, his sister's going to watch Xavier. 
at, during the day or yes and then because uh his his from it, it during the day and then and i'm like okay i can trust that that is not a big deal but i'm like see had i still been in my same old thing and like nah i'm gonna just cancel this whole trip because it's not it's not working out where everybody luxurious time and getting the travel to plan and i'm like no but i'm like heck no i'm going yeah yeah (laughs) so i'm i'm tapping into this village i'm like listen okay because maybe one day i could do the same for you maybe one day i could do the same for um xavier's cousin i got to watch her you know what i mean so i'm like but i feel like that's what i mean like you know you feel figure like um your spouse has siblings Eventually, y'all could tap into that, or eventually, like down the road, not now, but you know, we just—I feel like we do. We, we me and you, <laughs> a little bit of the same. I don't know if you really fully tap into your village. If you think about it, like your brother is, your brother is young. Maybe like a weekend, the kids could go over there. And he has kids. Like a week. I mean, yeah, he's not off any weekends um, that I'm aware of. Maybe, or even his day. wife. He's married. Yeah. Yeah, I've never really asked. See, um, I don't do it either, but I'm like, I've my never mom really asked them mouth because don't get I just felt like they just never, I just felt like, you know, they probably I've never often, offered. I wanted to take my nephews, but they've never really asked me to take them, but I wanted to take them. But it's then the I'm being told have not to ask them to because them? they've never asked to have my kids. So, it's but, they probably, like, but they probably never asked you to have theirs, and it's like the same thing. Maybe they're both feel like, should we ask and don't want to ask? But that's that's what I'm saying. My mom probably didn't even ask. She mm. probably just dropped my behind off to her uncle's house. <laughs> 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 but that's what I mean. Like, like I know they've never asked you, but like, have you ever asked them? Be like, hey, no. I'll just keep the kids for the weekend. That's what I mean. Like, you, they, they would, they, they wouldn't know if you didn't offer. The same goes for you. You'd be like, can you keep my kids for the weekend? <laughs> can you take these kids? <laughs> yeah, right. Overnight. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think. Well, my daughter knows them, but my son doesn't really know them like that. That's the thing. Because well, the pandemic, we haven't been around everybody. So yeah. So hopefully we can reconnect now. I mean, it's been a year. Um. Yeah, and then, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I'm speaking for me, too. I don't do it. My mom is sick, and I'm like, oh, God. I don't, I'm like, I don't even ask my own dad, but I'm like, I just need to stop. I mean, I just need to, like, yeah, stop, because I'm like, we can't be on all the time, so that could help with us even, like, going to our dreams. So I'm like, how can we even really focus on our dreams when we're burnt out? Like yeah, because if I'm not giving to my kids, then I'm giving to my husband. If I'm not giving to my husband, then my mom needs my attention. If my mom doesn't need my attention, then my cousin needs my attention. If my cousin don't need their, my attention, then my dog needs my attention. If my dog needs attention, then my friends need my attention. Like, I never have time. Like, I have time, but I'm not utilizing the little bit of time I do have to myself. I'm just not. Because I'm doing everything else. Yeah, you're, like, trying to pour from an empty cup. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the woman's plight. We are, we do put everybody, everything on over, like, I feel like it's almost like we feel like it's selfish to prioritize ourselves. <laughs> yeah, to put us in that list. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I had a hair appointment, I'm like, 
oh, I'm not going to ask my aunt just to do that to, so I can get my hair done. I'm like, that's so vain. I'm like, that sounds stupid. Like, oh, girl, can you come watch it so I can go get my hair done? I'm like, I'll just wash it myself. That was a bad mistake. I was like, why did I try to do that? But I'm like, it's the same thing. And I'm like, I'm like, should I really like use this opportunity if for a babysitter for that? Because I'd much rather use it for like something more important to me. You know, like I'm like, it's, but then now I'm looking like who'd have thunk? And I'm like, damn it, you should have just got your day and your hair done. Like, but we don't put ourselves first, child. But no, yeah, I feel no. like that could be like that, like our our goals go back to the dreams, but like, yeah, we first have to like, I feel like that's rule number one. Like you sit down and take it to God and like write it all out, Mm -hmm. make the plan plain. Even if you do another vision board, you can do it in the middle of the year. I see people popping up with it because it's like June's about to be, that's like your mid-year checkup. You get like the same thing. What do you want to do? What do you want to go? Get some magazines and do it that way and then Second is probably like, yeah, prioritizing yourself. Because, I mean, either way, whether you're going back to work or trying to start something else, I mean, you got to figure it out. So you're going to have to prioritize yourself because you got to go back to do something. So I feel like, yeah, maybe that, those two things could help. And I need to do it out because I have, I'm all over the place. Like, I feel like I'm on my path, but I don't know how, I'm not really a detailed person. So, I don't know the details of how to get to the next point, if that makes sense. Like, I just, I have the long view goal, but I don't have, like, the steps to get to the to the end. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I know what I want, but how am I going to get there? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Well, you have to start somewhere. So the thought of wanting to do it is always a start. That's what the thing is. Yeah. Yeah, it takes I mean anything that you start for me it takes a lot of like brainstorming and research and you know see you know, y'all she's my detailed your, friend. <laughs> yeah, talking to your higher power about it, getting some feedback from God about it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like that's how I break down a lot of stuff. And then it usually comes out in a sermon because it's what I prayed and then I'm like, "Oh, the Lord was listening because it's right in there. It's right in there." Right, but yeah, okay, God, like <laughs> I need the answer right now. Like, just <laughs> sometimes I'd be in so in awe, but like, Lordy, like, did you have to present it like this? Like, I just prayed about it. Like, that, or like, if they come in, if he's coming down your street, like, trying to check you, like, honey, when's the last time you checked that the thermometer of where you at? Like, have you touched your Bible today? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, geez, <laughs> Lord, I I'd be like, darn it. Oh, I knew it was something. <laughs> no, I was not. Oh, he's coming up short. <laughs> but, you know, um, I don't know. It's a lot to unpack and a lot to think about um, where you want to see yourselves in five years or 10 years. You know, is it ever too late to to follow your dreams, whatever it may be? But what is that thing? Um, they always say start now. And maybe that five years like too long term. So maybe start with my year. My month goal. What, month what, goal. what do I want to accomplish this month? Yeah, that can absolutely. lead me to my yeah, like you said, maybe start with a year. Because like we I, started with this podcast a year. Who would ever thought? Honey. We made it past a year. I'm like, what is it a year? A my year husband's the one that told me things on it. 
Yeah, yeah, my husband's the one that told me. He was like, yo, y'all just made it past a year. I'm like, what? <laughs> past a year. Yeah, it comes up fast. Through a pandemic. Time, time waits for nobody. So please use your time wisely. And that's what I'm always trying to like be mindful about. Like, what am I doing with my time? What I could be doing more since I'm home, more reading, more researching, more this, more that. I could be doing much more with my time. But I'm gonna say this: give yourself grace and stop thinking that you need to do everything too. Like you're doing a lot, <laughs> girl. If you know me, you know Nicole ain't doing enough. Nicole needs to stop playing. I do the basic stuff, like you know, take her to household, all that type of stuff. But like, I really need to get on my grind. Like I haven't been like I'm used to grinding. Like when I say grinding, like having two, three jobs or like, um. Now I'm now I'm a mom, so it's like I feel like I've completely slowed down to like a snail. That's what it feels like. I'm moving in slow motion, and time is passing me by. <laughs> so I need to figure it out. But that's why I said I think it really does. Again, like we said, first, like map it out and planning, mm-hmm. and talk to God. But also, Nicole, like I have to do that too. Prioritize yourself. Even sometimes I get the best brainstorming when I'm away from my house, away from the same old blah blah blah. Just with my girlfriends. It's so cool to, like, sit with your girlfriends. Like, bounce ideas off each other. You don't have to necessarily always listen verbatim. But yeah. it, don't you feel like sometimes you feel like, ooh, I feel like me. I feel alive again. And it's not to say, like, your family, your spouse, your kids. It's draining me. <laughs> yeah, no. and, it's not to, and it's not to say they don't lighten your mood, too. But it's so yeah. nice to get out. And then not just get out. Like, not just be just still at home like maybe even if it's like y'all just take a ride or something like it's nice to get out and be in the midst of other people totally different careers and like you could just bounce stuff off because me and my friends we don't talk about like the boring stuff anymore like when i'm out with my friends we do talk about like where do we see ourselves what are we trying to do what action steps are we taking i might bounce it off and then i I do that sometimes i might like oh yeah i'm trying to do this with this doula business my friends like maybe you should try this have you ever thought about that i'm like oh gosh I didn't even think the light bulb went off. Never imagined that. Just like I was talking to a client today. I'm not going to give the full details. I mentioned one thing. She was like, oh, my God, I could do this and this. Thank you. And she went somewhere where I wasn't thinking. I was like, oh, that's not where I was going with that. <laughs> but if you, <laughs> if you went that way. But if it helped you out. <laughs> if it helped you out. But that's what I mean. Sometimes that could be cool, too. Because, you know. Yeah, and it's been a while. I haven't, like, the first time I've been around all my friends was, like I said, most recently at my daughter's birthday party. And that's when I had all my friends around me since a whole year in person. I haven't seen any of my friends in person until then. And um, and ever since then, I think that was it, really. Well, no, I think I ran into my other friend, Brittany. Shout out to Brittany. Um, I ran into her. Um, we did go get our nails done. I think that but was... even after the Mother's Day thing, girl, I'm telling you, y'all, okay, she called me, and it was like I could almost hear the smile through the phone. When you were like, oh, my God, <laughs> I had this brunch. You're like, it was so amazing. No, it was cool to get out and socialize with other females or just – just to be out of the house, I think it was a little bit of everything. It's to be out. It was weird. I was. I think I've now became weirdly awkwardly sociable. Like, it's like I don't know what it is. I don't know if these are anxieties because I've been in the house, but this, you know, the whole mental state of how this dog on COVID had hit everybody and being in the house and not being able to socialize, and that's what that's me. I'm a social butterfly. It really has changed me in some sort of fashion. 
just haven't figured it out just quite yet. So... I, it's, so, it's so crazy because it, does, it will present itself differently. My son now is a hermit. Every time we're out, we could be out at fun places. This man was in Disney World, y'all, talking about, I want to go home. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> so I just, I wow. Yesterday. I mean, wow. he was having fun until it was like he wasn't. And then he was like, Oh, mom, I'm going to go into the car. I want to go home. I'm like, who? What kid at a fair is crying to go home when it's just adults and it's boring here? I'm like, yeah, this COVID is just, it's, he's just, he's socially awkward. He gets like, once he's had enough, he's checked out. <laughs> like, he's like, er. oh, wow. So now I don't feel bad. It's not just me. <laughs> well, yeah, just it, like... it could be presenting itself like that to you, um, socially, like a social butterfly. So, yeah, it may be bringing some social awkwardness up in you because you're like well i'm around people other than my spouse and my kids and then my friends and we're not talking about like you know the household stuff we're talking about girl stuff traveling because i was just getting a kick out of listening to your friends even talking it's just nice i feel like it does just boost you up and then it makes you go into go back home and you feel oh yeah i can do this you feel like energized a little bit yeah yeah like I'm missing that. I'm missing that plug, that outlet. Yeah, the plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm slightly disconnected. <laughs> but I feel like we're on the right path. And I feel like y'all don't ever think, because I always see like people may have been like teachers going back, becoming doctors or like been in one profession and like they go back in their 40s and 50s back to college and um, become like a different, like I just saw, um, you know, it's like graduation season and I just saw... Um, all the uh, two families, it was like a mom and a daughter both graduate, graduating with their masters. This mom finally went back to school. She always wanted her masters. And she was like 50, maybe 60 years old. So I'm like, who's to say? Yeah, that's true. What your path is. Like, God may have directed you that way for a moment. And now he's directing you back over here. So I feel like don't think it's too late to do your dreams. And if Thinking about a 10-year mark is too big. Start small, like Nicole said, like a year mark. Mm-hmm. Break it down that way. Because, oh, what a difference a year makes. Yeah, it does. It makes a huge difference. And you'll look back and be like, it wasn't so bad. I don't know why I didn't start sooner. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I didn't start sooner. And I feel like yeah. you have so many things you're planning to, Nicole. I know. I feel like next year is just going to look way different. It's just like you feel... I feel it too. Like I don't know if it's also the lingering of of this pandemic, and it just feels like oh, I should be doing more. Or like especially because everybody was like, I went through twenty twenty. I got four degrees, and I'm like, shit. I just woke up. <laughs> That's all I did. I woke up with my pants on today, but this girl living and starting a business. And you got this girl graduating. I finally went back to school, got my second master's, and I'm like, woo! All I could do was get out of bed, but that is okay. Getting out of bed is great. Yeah. Yeah, if that's all you could do. That's great. There's some people that did not get out of bed. That's true. That is so true. Man. I feel like I'm preaching over here. Let me tell you. You, you are preaching. <laughs> I'm a street a little bit. It's a smidge. <laughs> but my therapist said this to me, and this is going to be my last thing, and then you can talk. But therapist did say this to me. She said, We have to be stop being so hard on ourselves. And I think that is the problem. Mm. Because she said, Talk to yourself. Like, don't, like how you were just saying, like, you'd be like, oh, Nicole, you need to get it together. You used to be this. But you wouldn't say that to me. So talk to yourself as if you're talking to your best friend. You mm-hmm. always pump me up. You will give me the truth. You hold me accountable, but you still boost me up. 
So talk to yourself that way. I do it too. I'm like, oh my God. I just told my husband literally, what is it? How long we've been on? An hour ago that I don't know why, because we're watching this movie, the Disney movie with, what is it called? They're like somebody had the the the, the person passed away and they're trying to get oh, back the down black to earth. Guy. So, oh, yeah, what is, it is it up? I don't know what the movie is called, but you know what I'm talking. He's a pianist yes. uh-huh. and he's trying to get back down to earth to to finally you know do his thing and think he's going to become famous and all this other stuff. And I feel like I don't know why for the life of me, I'm always boosting everyone around me up, but I can't seem to boost myself this seems like i can't seem to let the flame underneath my own ass to get moving that's what it feels like and um i don't know i got that from that movie we didn't there's that's what they're still probably watching right now if not if it's over but but yeah that's what i got from that movie i'm like i don't know why i'm like always the one that's like cheering i'm the cheerer on my side i always cheer for everybody else that's going through it or trying to achieve a goal of theirs and just I don't know it's just in me to do like I just do that and it's not a bad thing I'm just like but I don't do that for myself <laughs> which is so weird which it's is so not, weird that's a, a big thing not it's not even like just a um, a woman thing it's men too we have so much bad self-talk or like you might wake up instead of like I'll look at myself because I'm working out now and I'll look in the mirror like, oh my God, girl, how did you let yourself go? You're so fat. But I would never say that to a friend. I would never go <laughs> up to anybody else. I would never say to a, a stranger on the street like, or anybody, old coworker, I might see him like, oh my God, girl, like, what the hell did the pandemic do to you? I would never say that. So why am I up here looking at me <laughs> and myself in the mirror like, Rudy, you're fat, you're sloppy. I'm like, I don't do that to nobody else. Yeah. We do true. that. It's like we talk so bad or like, if you don't accomplish a lot in one day, I would never call you and be like, and you'd be like, oh, what did you accomplish today? Or, you, or I would ask you, what did you accomplish today? And you'd be like, well, I really didn't even do any studies with the kids. I'd be like, girl, that is a, you're a bum. That's, a, that's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> but I do that to myself. My God, you couldn't do one reading with Xavier this, this week, today. Like, it's not that, that's all you got to do. But I'm like, but I'll talk myself to death, but I wouldn't do that to a friend. Hmm. So we have we have the thing where we don't hold ourselves accountable, or do we? Hold we're doing it too much. I feel like yeah, we do too or, much. Or like we're holding ourselves accountable, then but then we still bash ourselves. Like I feel like we can hold ourselves accountable. We can say to ourselves, "Me and you, like we don't do a study lesson that day. We can we can say to ourselves, now tomorrow you better get up and do a, a lesson.' But we don't just stop there. We'll be like, well, tomorrow, and then you be forward thinking, oh, my God, I'm not going to be prepared to school. I'm failing. I'm failing. I'm, bothered. I'm, a, I'm Look at me. And then I, then I start looking on Facebook with the genius baby. Like, look at this baby. He can divide and multiply. And my child's getting behind the number two. <laughs> That's how it be feeling like. I be like, oh, Lord, it's, it's around the corner. Every time I say, oh, just tomorrow, then tomorrow we can be here. And I'm like, girl, you ain't ready, girl. You ain't ready. <laughs> well, that's what we have yeah. to work on, too. Me and us. So the listeners, the steps we feel like, <laughs> the damn little hard steps to success. One, take it to your whoever you worship or your journal and write it down and simmer on it. And two, prioritize yourself and three talk to yourself like you would talk to your friend and that probably will start us because i feel like that might be because that's what i wake up and do 
Wow, look mm-hmm. at my friend. Her, she's thriving in her business. I can't even figure out point A to B. But I'm like, who knows how long she was planning that? I'm like, I be thinking all these things in my head. Oh my God, look at my other friend. Their child's a genius. And I couldn't even do a study because I just didn't feel like it with Xavier. Because I get mm-hmm. frustrated. I'm like, then I'm like, oh, you're just failing. You're failing at trying to start a business. You're failing. You're a failure. I would get fat. I'm like, I would never say that to any friend. I would never. I would never be like, girl, do it better, you little fat bum. I would never say it, but I'd be thinking <laughs> that about myself. <laughs> Don't even say it. Sound right saying it. I know girl. I'm a fat bum. <laughs> <laughs> but that's true, guys. I feel like, yeah, don't don't bash yourself. Just people are already bashing you. The haters are hating. So do, you don't need to bash yourself too. The haters are already hating on you anyway. Yeah. I think that's the devil getting in the mind telling you not to get started because they know the he knows the outcome of you being very successful. So the, yeah, I'm gonna, the, the starting point is to just get started. Here. Yeah, the song by Jonathan McReynolds, the gospel singer. I had to send it to you, too. You probably heard it. But it's called um, Cycles. And that's what he says. He said, um, it basically saying, like, why didn't we learn from your, why didn't we learn from our own mistakes? But the devil learns from our mistakes. We just don't. Isn't that crazy? Because mm-hmm. you know, he, he's watching, he hears me, he listens, he knows and sees what we're doing. So we, we're wondering, oh, why the heck do I keep repeating the same cycle? Because the devil's still going to, unless you learn from it, he can still use it against you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's that's the, the gist, really prioritizing yourself and not being so hard on you. So if you didn't apply to a job and you're trying to do a dream job or if you didn't work on your business plan out there for a couple weeks because you just didn't couldn't muster up the strength just give yourself some grace and kindness and try to go at it tomorrow or do a bit of it or apply to one job tomorrow or just take your baby steps yep that's all you have to start somewhere yeah as long as you're starting start somewhere so it's never too late to follow your dreams and it's okay if you don't know if you know where you're where you're going to be at in five or ten years. Exactly. Just know it's where okay. you'll be at tomorrow. So just focus on today. Oh, come on. That was a great ending. Just focus on the tomorrow. You don't have to be the ten years, guys. Yeah. But we love y'all. Thanks for listening to Damn This Is Hard Podcast. Well, stay yeah. tuned until the next time. We're going to have a banging episode. <laughs> we don't know what it is, but trust and believe we probably will have it together but again. Go- <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Bye. We out. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. <laughs>